Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. Dreaming and goal setting can sometimes come across as something that should feel natural. Shouldn't you naturally know how to dream big and set goals and go after them? But I think there's something to be said for going back to the basics and really identifying key things that you can do to work towards your dreams and goals that take what may feel like an overwhelming thing, a dream, a goal, a huge plan that you have for your life, your purpose, your destiny, and breaking it down into what are the basic things you can do in the moment with what you have. Because I was thinking just earlier before this podcast, how many dreams have been derailed because people felt like the process was too complicated or they fell out of motivation or ambition or inspiration and they just didn't know how to take this idea that was in their head and bring it to life. How many dreams have gone to the wayside because of something as simple as not understanding the basics of dreaming and goal setting? And there's even this phrase, I don't know exactly how it goes, but it's something to the effect of the graveyard is full of the biggest dreams because they were taken to the grave there. They were never walked out or executed. So what we wanna do in this episode is really talk and process through what you can do if you have that idea on your heart or you have that big overall vision of something that you wanna do, but you're not sure or you just feel stuck. Maybe you've walked things out to a degree, but then you're in this place of being stuck. Maybe you're in the very beginning and you just don't even know how to formulate or execute on what's before you, this big overall arching dream. Now, the idea for this episode first came to light as I have been praying through this new phase of dreaming and planning that I'm doing for the ideas and dreams that I have for my life. And what I felt like was really impressed on my heart as I was praying into this was four words, just do the work. And I'm like, what do you mean just do the work? What if I feel like fog or uncertainty about what I'm supposed to be doing? What does just do the work mean? So as I pressed into that for a few days in a period of time, I just really felt like the overall sense that I was getting was that I needed to focus on being faithful in the little. And I reflected back on all of the previous things that I've walked out in my own life, whether that was volunteering for a nonprofit organization or coming alongside somebody and helping them walk out their vision and their goal, or the things that I have been able to say I've made full execution on. And peeling back the layers of that, it really just began with being faithful with what I had within my grasp to do in the moment. So sometimes with dreams and goals, we think of them as this really complex thing. We feel like if we were enough, if we were intelligent enough, if we were resourced enough, if we were comprehensive enough, we would be able to execute on our goals and dreams. And we feel like that's the separator between why we see other people succeeding and why we're not succeeding because we in some way either don't feel like we have enough or we don't feel like we are enough or anything on that spectrum. And I even see this in young people that I talk to. They will look at somebody else and they'll see how amazingly artistic they are or an area of their life that they are just killing it. Maybe they're a great athlete, whatever it is. And they say to themselves, I'll never be that. But the truth is it really boils down to what you're gonna be faithful in 
in the moment. So no, nobody comes out of the womb and knows how to be a Picasso or they just automatically know how to be that amazing athlete. It took one step after the next, after the next, after the next to get there. It wasn't this over complex thing. And sometimes those dreams can die and go to the wayside if we get stuck in what we feel is the complexity of what we need to do. So I wanna take this back to the basics and really just reiterate, be faithful in the little. Where can you be faithful and serve right now? We are gonna take what feels really complicated and make it simple. I have a really good friend who one of her life messages is, God, show me the next step. What is the next step? What is the next step? And that's what she utilizes to walk out her goals and dreams is just asking God, what's the next step that I can take? And I think that that's so valuable. I know many of the organizations that I've been involved in or the training that I've received about big picture dreaming talks about breaking something down into small manageable steps. So you have this overall arching vision for your life and it's really about reverse engineering and executing on breaking things down to the micro level and focusing on what you do have control over to do. And to even expand on this, I wanna say I am a planner and I have journals filled with plans, episode ideas, video ideas, different goals and dreams that I have, plans and plans and plans and plans. But I have found more often than not, sometimes I can over plan and under execute. How many of you can raise your hands and say that you've done that? You've over planned, but you've under executed. And while I think having a plan is valuable and it's important, it can be a gauge, it can be a meter, it can be a path forward. If you find that you've done that exact thing, you've planned and planned and planned, and then you've second guessed yourself, you realize that you over planned for the time that you actually have to execute, meaning that you overextended yourself and you you made all these plans for all these things that you can do in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And then when it came to executing on those things, you realized you just didn't have the schedule or the bandwidth to do that. This is where when I'm peeling back the layers and I'm getting to the basics of dreaming and goal setting, I'm really saying here, you can plan and that's not bad, but let's get into what you can be faithful and do now with what's within your grasp to do. And really that leads back to focusing on what you have control over doing. The next thing I'm gonna have you do in the basics of dreaming and goal setting is you're going to document as you go. And then you're going to refine and expand that as you go. You're gonna write down the wins and learns that you experience along the way of goal setting and dreaming. And then you're gonna be intentional to track what does and doesn't work. And this is why. You may have already spent so much time planning in the planning phase of it. And now you're trying to execute on what's in front of you. But a big piece of this that you're gonna utilize down the road is what you learn in the process here and now. And that can simply be journaling through the process of walking out a goal using the notes app in your phone, detailing it over video and posting it to social media, either your private social media, your public social media, but really being intentional to document as you go, to pull those nuggets of wisdom. My very good friend, Marie Cochran has a saying where she says, never leave your fortune to your memory. And when the context that she said that in was, you know, always making sure you have a notepad when you go to a conference or a teaching session. I think you can even utilize this in your daily life when ideas come. I listen to John Acuff and he talks about how he has this moleskin notebook that he keeps with him all the time. And he writes down his ideas in it. And I think that's so valuable, documenting your wins and learns, writing down those gold nuggets of wisdom. I even have a specific note on my phone where I document 
the words for the year that I feel like God is pressing on my heart or the lessons or the things that I think he's telling me as I'm praying through things. I have a list and I write down the day, what it was. And then when I either want to go back and do a little bit more research and study on whatever it is he's given me, or I want to compare it next to something he's teaching me in the next moment, I have that in front of me to go back and reflect on. And it's valuable because then I can kind of see patterns along the way of things that he's showing me and teaching me. So this process of documentation, I feel like is just as, if not more valuable than the pre-planning phase that we go through of goal setting and dreaming. And the part two to this point really is understanding that there should be a focus on who God is creating you to be in the process. Sometimes we focus so much on the plan and the doing, but God is really concerned with, I think in a lot of ways, who we're becoming in the process because he wants to bring us to that place internally in our character and in our integrity and in our mindset and how we're processing things so that when the dream comes and we're really seeing the full fruition of that, who we are is able to withstand what he's gonna do in that next season. And sometimes that's not always the fun thing to pay attention to. We wanna focus on the planning and the execution because we want to see the results. We want to see the fruit of the labor. But I believe acknowledging along the way how he's refining you is that gold that you will pull from again and again and again that he is creating in you in the process of what you're doing and who you're becoming and the ultimate goals and dreams and plans that you have. I love to ask God this question, and that is to ask God, what are you trying to teach me through this? And this ties back into really defining and being intentional to recognize, God, what is the internal work that you want to do in me beyond the plans, beyond the dreams, beyond the goal setting? Who are you defining me to be? What are you trying to teach me? What do I need to refine in this season of my life that will help me in the next season? because I need to be prepared in some way for the next season. So what are you refining in me now? What do I need to get rid of in my life? What is not in alignment with you? Where do you need to purify my heart? What do you, what lesson do you need me to really grasp in order to be successful in what you are working on behind the scenes that's leading me to the next moment? And while sometimes this internal work can be intimidating, it can feel really long and slow, and the process can feel daunting. It can even feel like a season of anonymity and obscurity. And Christine Kane has a lot of really good resources and motivation and breakdown of seasons of anonymity and obscurity. So I would highly recommend Christine Kane's content regarding that. It's so important to recognize that these seasons, these hidden seasons or want what feels like wandering seasons or quiet seasons with God are needed so that when the time comes and opportunity meets talent, you will really be able to steward the next season well. And so that's another question to ask God. God, what are you asking me to steward well in this season? And I think the questions that we have and ask are important because questions can either lead us to frustrating answers or no answers, or questions can lead us to things that we can actionably do. I know for so many years of my life, I asked questions like why and how, and I was never getting answers. And I was in this perpetual obsession over things that I couldn't really control. But when I began to reframe questions and ask quality questions, I began to get quality answers that helped me to really press through the season I was in and actually get on the other side of that to the next thing that God had for me. So if you find yourself asking questions that just create frustration and don't lead to answers, I want you to change up the questions that you're asking. 
And one of those questions is, God, what are you trying to teach me through this? The next thing I'm going to talk about is walk out what you can faithfully do. Yes, you can plan, but execute on what you can faithfully do. Be realistic about your schedule and what you have time for and the sacrifices you're willing to make in your time and to make it happen. And I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'm going to expand a little bit more. I was sharing earlier in this episode how I would make plans. I would have this whole list of journal of plans, but then when it came to executing it, it was not in conjunction. It was not done in conjunction with the time I really had to execute. I would over plan and under deliver. And that just led to perpetual states of frustration. That just led to to to-do lists that I didn't get all the way through. It led to plans that I was not able to execute on, tons of plans that I would ultimately begin second guessing because I felt like, well, I don't know if this is really in alignment. I don't know if this is really what I should do. And it just led to frustration after frustration after frustration. And if I really think back on what I could have done that would have been more fruitful is executing on what I had within my hands and grasp to do in the moment. What could I be faithful with? What small thing could I be faithful with in the moment and faithfully and consistently do. So this is a very important piece of dreaming and goal setting. It's not setting your expectations really low because I'm all about dreaming big, but it's really getting secure about core things that you can execute on because you can have a million plans. You can have so many ideas and those are, that's not bad, write them down. But when you peel back the layers to what does your time allow for and what can you be intentional to do? You've gotta have those core consistent pieces that you are faithful in executing. And as you've built up the habit to execute in those core things, you can grow and expand if that's the season that you're in. I know sometimes, especially if you're a type A like me, you have all these grand plans, but then the reality is you have a full-time job, you have a family, you have children, you have, volunteer work that you do, whatever it is that your life reflects, it's understanding, yes, there may be things that you can and should cut out so you can focus more on these goals that you have, but if in the moment you understand that you have a level of responsibility to more than just yourself, and you wanna be faithful with what truly matters, like your family, your relationship with God, the community that you have and that you're responsible to, then I think there's something to be said for being faithful in the little and executing on what you have in the moment and not spending so much time on over planning and under delivering and then beating yourself and being frustrated. It's really, I feel like, about narrowing down your focus. There is a example in Brand Builders that they talk about called Sheehan's Wall and about when you uh, when you have diluted focus, you have diluted results. And people often spend time that are trying to build a brand or a, bil- a business knocking down the wall and they're knocking over here on the wall and over here and they're, they're hammering away at all these different places on the wall and it's taking forever to break through the wall from anonymity to being known in their space. And it's because they're not honing in on one area repeatedly. And that is where you're gonna really see the breakthrough because you have been chipping away and developing that weak spot in the wall that's gonna allow you to have that breakthrough. And so that's having specific focus. And I think this ties back into goal setting and dreaming in the sense that rather than focusing on these grand plans and trying to execute in all these different ways, And maybe in ways you're not even gifted for. And this is what I mean. When you're building something and you're growing something, you have your lane in what you're gifted in and you bring on other people in their lane and what they're gifted in. And that helps you to really move forward. But when you're a solopreneur, you don't have a team. And so you are doing all of the pieces. 
But if we get lost in this big picture of executing on everything, we end up not getting as much traction in the process as we could if we just stayed focused on basic core things that we can be consistent with. And I'm not saying that this is always the rule and that there's no exceptions to the rule. And you may look at your own life and your own plans and feel like, mm, I don't know if that works for me. So I'm just asking you to consider a different way of thinking about dreaming and goal setting, especially if you're in a place of frustration because you haven't made the traction that you wanna make. This is a different way to think about things. And I hope there's some nuggets of gold that are being highlighted as you listen to this episode. The last bonus thing I wanna talk about that you can do in dreaming and goal setting and the basics of it all, and that is pray, pray, pray. The reason why I say prayer is tied into so many pieces of what I've already shared. As I've mentioned before, it's about who you're becoming in the process, not necessarily always what you're doing. And it's through prayer that God is going to refine you. And I was just talking to a friend the other day about how I really wanted to begin to welcome refining in my life because refining through fire is not always fun, but often it's what is needed to get through the current season that you're in into the next one. I'm reading a book now. Actually, I finished the book and I want to go back and read it some more. It's called Circle Maker and it's about the prayer of Honey. It's written by Mark Batterson and it is such a good book. I highly recommend this book, Circle Maker, and it's very much about dreaming, but really more about prayer and the value and emphasis that there should be on prayer. I have found in this season of my life that God is stirring on my heart to really step up even in my prayer life and devote more time and energy towards really building up that time with him. And I used to be somebody who was very much against there being like this list of things you had to do. Like you had to pray, you had to fast, you had to do all these things in order to get God to do what you want. Because I consider that the spiritual pretzel, it's where you're like twisting and contorting yourself and thinking that God's answers are contingent on you checking a box or finding a formula. And so that's not the place that this recommendation for prayer is coming from. It's not praying only so God can help you execute on your dreams and goals. It's really prayer that's also that's partly focused on refining your intentions and refining your heart and finding out, God, is this really your will? And is there any selfish ambition in me? Is there anything in me that doesn't need to be there because it's not of you? It's really about wanting to make sure that what you're going after is what God is going after, what is burdening his heart and understanding that he does place things on our heart and dreams and goals and things to do that he's naturally placed there and just making sure in the process of all of it that you're running with God and not getting off track on these side roads that aren't really in the end where you wanna go. And it's really developing just a heart for prayer, a heart for spending time with God, a heart for investing in that relationship that you have with him. And while I'm no expert on prayer, I'm sure you could read authors and theologians that are way more qualified and educated in the concept of prayer. This is just my hot takes on the value of prayer, especially as it relates to dreaming and goal setting. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www dawntown.com that's d-a-w-n-t-o-w-n-e.com and on social media and please just share share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it until next time remember you have been called forth